You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. This episode features local indie soul artist Christopher Mack. How's it going, man? How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm I'm doing really well. Go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let folks know what you do out there. Uh, well, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Christopher Mack. I'm a singer-songwriter here in El Paso, Texas. I just turned 23. Go Pisces. I'm March 8th, baby. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a performer here in town and a musician at heart, man. Cool. How'd you get into making music and performing? Well, I actually had my my first music class when I was in like first grade. It was a really shitty recorder class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every year, something in me wanted to keep doing music. I don't yeah. know what it was, but something in me wanted to keep doing music. And when I got to college, it was anxiety of still living at home and feeling like a kid but going out in the world and being treated like an adult uh that kind of messed with me and songwriting just kind of fell in my lap as the thing to calm me down so once i realized that it helped me mentally i was like man i can't i can't stop this like i feel (laughs) i feel good (laughs) your performance is part james brown and part spiritual (laughs) How'd you come upon that funky, uplifting sound, especially for like the live performance that you do, the type of live performance that you do? Well, I I use a Boss RC30 looper pedal, and once I found that I could, you know, really create like an entire feeling by myself, it kind of took me back to the really basic fundamentals of Motown and soul and that's what I grew up on because both of my parents are from Detroit um cool so I've yeah man I've slowly gotten into this this pocket of music where I want to be as experimental as possible as technical as possible (laughs) while still having fun and bringing something that's different like still keeping it loose yeah you have to. <laughs> no one likes a tight ass. <laughs> Your performance also involves a little bit of audience participation. Do you think uh, that performers need to do that? Or is that something that you like to do? That's actually not necessarily normal for mm-hmm. me. I did that at that show. Because at the glass box, it was very intimate. Like there was, mm-hmm. there was no stage between us. The lighting was very harsh. Like it, so I wanted to break that gap. Because usually, if there's a stage, there's already that gap, and it's hard to bridge across that. And if it's open and well lit everywhere, that that gap's already bridged because I can see everybody's face. But I wanted yeah. to like break that fourth wall to keep that the flow of that set going yeah Um, but honestly i think i think people should do it more why the hell not like i think the creative process of making what we perform is totally selfish that should be for you the art that you create should only be for you but once you put it out there it's for everybody else yeah like we're standing in front of a bunch of people so they'll pay attention to what we've created. You got to you got to put it out there. <laughs> That's true. 
Do you use that looper to record your music? And do you essentially record all your own music? The looper, I've actually never taken to the studio, but I have wanted to. Uh, I usually use the... If I'm in the studio, I use uh, Ableton's looper. Okay. Um, Because a friend of mine has... uh, Well, Caesar. I'm in a band with him called Bernard and Mac. Little plug. (laughs) Cool. Um, And he has a, a push, and it's fantastic with with ableton it's very uh time sensitive but we've we've built our songs off of that looper like it (laughs) yeah because we have a more housey vibe but when it comes to my my personal stuff i'm i'm a stickler for perfection Mm -hmm. so i would rather not use a looper i'd just rather do it right (laughs) yeah so yeah how do you build tracks on your own between like Ableton, FL Studio, I have an uh, MPK two two five that's got like an eight yeah. button drum pad. But most of my music I build personally on either ukulele or piano. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, because I'm a chord person. I need yeah. some structure to like move around. But yeah, it's mostly ukulele and piano. And lately, it's been more piano than ukulele. So, like, yeah, you're laying down live instruments and then putting, I guess, samples over it, or... Well, or... The, uh, usually my set runs one of two ways. I use the loop pedal to kind of give a more precise, uh, a more precise set. Yeah. While at the same time, or in, on the contrary, I should say, I'll use Ableton and pull up projects that I've made. And if I want to do a cover through Ableton, then I can pull up like a, a sample synth or something. You know what yeah. I mean? And I can play it on the on the MPK. So it just depends on the on the show. So complicated. So much equipment and programs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs> so far, you've got one track on your SoundCloud. Yes. It's called Drip Drop. Uh, what was the production of that song like? And why is there only one song on your SoundCloud? Drip Drop, I actually recorded at uh, my my homeboy Leo's studio. And that was, geez, like two and a half years ago? It's It's been a minute since I made that song. I think it was just after I turned 21. And... That song, I was actually sitting out. I wasn't supposed to record that day. Um, I was just there as a songwriter just to sit in for somebody's session. Wrote down uh, lyrics to this uh, this chick's, uh, uh, this chick Haley. She had a track that she was recording. And yeah. I was sitting outside while she was recording what we had just wrote together and kind of finalized. And then there was this song that was just like like playing over and over in my head and i wrote drip drop to its entirety to a random like free track that i had found on youtube yeah um and then we continued like i i pulled it in the studio and they were like yo we dig it but it's it's there's something about it that just doesn't work so we keep i was like okay well you know i'll see what i can do so i I go back outside and they're playing through free tracks off of like the related one that we just Mm -hmm. found and what uh, the track that you hear starts playing, and I was like, 
wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Ran back in the studio and I was like, start it over. He's like, what? Start it over. And he started it over and I sang that that original track completely different and just threw it on that one. Yeah. I was like, it, you know, you're right. It just didn't work. Like maybe it needed this one. Um, yeah. Cool. And we, we laid it down in like three hours. Wow, that's cool. But why is there only one song on your song club? Oh, <laughs> you're gonna bring it back up. There's there's only one song on my SoundCloud because I like I like to make people wait for it. Yeah, like I I see it all the time where musicians put out a bunch of music and get no recognition for it, and then get frustrated in the idea that oh well I'm putting in the work but I'm not getting the praise for it. But I think you have to. You have to let it simmer a little bit. Like you have to make sure that everything you put out, you would want your name on for the rest of your career. Cause you're never going to be able to like yeah. take a, a track back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause the internet does not forget. It's out there <laughs> for yeah, 45 people downloaded it. <laughs> and now it's on Reddit twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I like to be a, an artistic weasel and uh-huh. I, <laughs> I don't really like to let people know exactly what i have going on until it's either happening or if it's something that i I want people to know and i want people to go to i'll definitely put it out there all the time but most things that i'm i'm working on for myself i'm like nah 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 i'm not gonna tell you nah nah but just wait those those tracks are coming out very soon very soon i dig that (laughs) do you write all your own lyrics and music or do you have a collaborator somebody that you like to work with I write all my own music um, as far as lyrics go. When it comes to my music, I actually like to use chord progressions from songs that I like. Yeah. And then, you know, like invert a chord here, add two chords between these two. So it has it has a, f- a feeling that's familiar to me, but is a new creation on top of that but yeah all the all the the songwriting is definitely always done by me your sound is really like almost avant-garde art rock you know fuck yeah (laughs) how do you want to label your music personally i call it indie soul indie Um, soul i like i would have never thought of that i (laughs) like and honestly that's (laughs) That's that's a good thing. That's what I want. I don't want everyone to have like one solid opinion of what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to make people question what I'm doing. Cause I, I, I feel like if if the music you make doesn't either connect to people or make people ask questions, there's like yeah. no point in really putting it out there. Like And not to not to like diminish anybody's music, but if I'm going to put my name on something, I want to make sure that that people either have never heard it said that way or have never felt that specific emotion I'm talking about. So Indie Soul for me is indie in that I started writing out here in the Southwest and the Southwest is all about storytelling. Yeah. It's all about like Johnny Cash... Every ranchera you hear on Saturday barbecue, um, like, yeah. like I, I, there's, there's this, 
this like grovel about the desert but at the same time like i said my parents being from detroit i grew up on motown and blues and jazz and swing and big yeah. like i i heard all the soulful parts of music and then i mean honestly i didn't even know who queen was till i was like a freshman in high school yeah <laughs> yeah and that's and i tell that to some people and they're like what <laughs> seriously <laughs> And yeah, like I, there's a lot of music that I haven't heard. I won't even front, but I try to pull from as many sources of inspiration as possible. Cool. Would you work with a full band? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. My thing is, is I scare people when I outright ask people if they're okay with touring. Ah. Uh, because yeah. I want to make. Because I'm. I. I don't want to like. And not to. I, if you want to, I would love to work with uh, stronger musicians in the studio. But when it comes to working with a band, like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this for forever. Yeah. <laughs> like this is, this is it for me. Yeah, you're trying to do this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go places, go see other people, eat food that smells horrible but probably tastes great. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I. I I, I would love a band, but I just need musicians that that can speak a common language together. Yeah. And can be professional. Like on on the real, we don't even necessarily have to mesh because I'm not I'm not asking for friends. I want business partners because this is money. Freaking professionals. Yes. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> well, you were recently in a battle of bands as a solo act, right? Well, no, that was that's actually uh, Bernard and Mac, and okay, cool. and so a duel, and yes, and it's it's funny you say that because that's the feel that we wanted to give. Hmm. The feel we wanted to give was that Bernard and Mac is kind of this this air of consciousness between the both of us because he's very subdued but he keeps he keeps that that beat like he can't help it Mm -hmm. he just he just rides with it the whole time and as as the, the the songwriter of the group it's kind of it's a weird place that that duo puts me in Mm -hmm. because it's house music Mm. and i'm not a house vocalist so i really have to tap into like a very specific kind of songwriter mode (laughs) yeah (laughs) or performer mode like i god that was a lot of sweat i dance like cool crazy (laughs) sounds real cool i wish i would have seen that it was it was honestly it was it was awesome i i do have video and that's another thing i'm going to start putting out a lot more videos soon because we've recorded the last like six performances yeah Yeah, do you have stuff on youtube i do but it's like a an old alicia keys cover i did one very sad lonely day at my house when i was like a sophomore in high school um (laughs) but i haven't i haven't really uh looked into or delved into youtube i've i've looked into it and cameras and lighting and sound equipment and all that stuff but the the place that i'm really gonna post a lot of my 
content. I'm starting up an artist page. Yeah. But I don't want to start up an artist page with like two pictures and then send it out to all of my friends in hopes that they'll like a page that has nothing on it. So I'm just in the works of, hey, here's a video every every week of a performance that I did in the past. Yeah. Just to keep the content flowing so people yeah. know exactly what they're signing up for. Um, I'm trying to edit a lot more pictures because um, I'm a very visual person. So I want I want it flooded with pictures and hopefully like an interactive chat on the page itself so that anybody that likes my music can talk to other people that like my music. <laughs> cool. But I'm I'm still I'm still in the works on that. What's the goal with uh, your music then? What's your goal for I guess this year? My goal for this year is to release an EP to do a summer of singles and that'll be like covers by request or songs that I've written whatever and I'll do that once a week and just drop a bunch of content I want to also become more interactive and have my my content be more interacted with yeah um, and I want the people that that feel my music and that uh, that can understand me as a performer. I want them to to know that it's it's appreciated, like yeah, <laughs> and and really really try to build like a a community of a following because a lot of people say that you can't make money being a musician in El Paso. Um, and yeah, I want to tour uh, again. Touring musicians, touring musicians. <laughs> but you've been doing a lot of shows here, though. Oh yeah. I've been I've been in the scene for about five years. I started opening up for garage punk shows. Whoa. Yeah, on a on a keyboard that's two years older than I am. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and I I honestly owe it a lot to the punk scene for for one teaching me not to judge a room by its cover. Because I walked into one place that's like a garage, and it's painted black. There's egg cartons on the wall. Yeah. Uh, the backyard is huge. There's beer everywhere. Like it was, it was crazy. But some Sam Solare uh, and myself, we, uh, the two of us, played a set with like a ukulele and a piano. Yeah. And then another song with ukulele and piano. Yeah. And like the two toughest dudes in that room at the end of that, at the end of our set, were like arm over shoulder, arm over shoulder, and like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's cool. it's really cool to to know that people are really just open to good music. Yeah. Because had we gone in there and done something soulful like that, and it would have been, and it was crappy. They would have not connected to it whatsoever. Yeah, but we actually got people to stay and listen, and it was it was really cool. Yeah, because if you work on it, it, you could hear it right away if it's been worked on. Yeah, yeah. Where can people find you on the interweb? 
this you can this is where you plug all those oh stuff. oh oh all the plugs all right here we go so my homeboy josh his number is not playing um <laughs> so you can honestly add me on facebook i know a lot of people are like oh well like my page on Fa-. i don't have a page yet but i would much rather you add me on facebook and, as a friend yes and really get to like see all the stuff that i do i do a lot of things um my soundcloud uh and that's soundcloud.com slash maniacal mac like you said i have drip drop up right now you can find me on instagram too and that's maniacal.mac because i am crazy (laughs) and and in town see me play shows just look for the name and if you see mac or christopher mac or however they choose to put my name i try to go by my full name is it m-a-c or m-a-c-k m-a-c-k but i try to uh yeah it's christopher like the biblical spelling and mac like the truck not the sandwich that's what i say at my shows yeah (laughs) um cool but yeah and just don't don't be afraid to say hello please i like talking to people (laughs) You're a nice guy. (laughs) How does El Paso inspire you? El Paso inspires me because in a place since I've been here that people say there's nothing to do, I've still been able to somehow keep playing shows. (laughs) And and, and it it inspires me in that people have pride for this city and doubt this city because it it kind of it kind of gives you the confidence boost and a reality check so i've i've tried to to learn from all the reality checks that the city has thrown at me and just take the confidence boost when i can true anything else that you'd like to add call your sister hug your mom eat food that's good for you drink two more glasses of water than you did yesterday and tie your shoes when you get up in the morning (laughs) cool man (laughs) thanks for being on the show thanks for having me check out this track by christopher mack
refuge between the lines Out of sight and out of mind Creepy mental depths may hide All the monsters you try to fight Hold on to what you got Cause I promise you that this pain is worth a lot They gon' write the checks with their sad faces And we gonna fill these spaces We gonna have everybody praying for our graces That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Be excellent to each other and party on.